0: All right, Chase on the uh, Lights Camera Comics. You found an improv prompt generator. I did. Let's let's see what it gives us today. Do
1: a quickie. All you right. Do, uh, okay, um, that's a, not the word we're gonna I would have do.
2: Used. We're gonna do a quickie, Joe. Oh boy.
1: Um. All right. So, job. We are yes funeral home directors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm already very into this. And yes. we are <laughs> we are funeral home directors at a ghost town. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I like that. All right, let's do it. Yeah.
0: Uh, would you like to start, or would you like
1: um, to Yeah. Yeah, I'll start.
0: Okay.
2: Greg, w- we yeah. We really need to make more money. Yeah. Yeah, I we, know. Yeah. We don't. We're in a freaking ghost town. I'm aware. Yeah. and we're morticians we're morticians yeah we're funeral home directors funeral home directors yeah and we're bad like this is this was the worst choice I wouldn't say bad I don't think we're bad I think we're uh you know I don't think we're bad
1: it's I mean we're not terrible but this was a I poor mean, choice
2: of work in a ghost town not when it wasn't a ghost town it was a good line of work. It's like there's ghosts everywhere, man. Like, yeah, you, they I don't know. die. They just keep walking around. I think you have a misunderstanding for what ghost town means. No, it's a town full of ghosts. That would explain why the Burger King lady, the hot lady at the Burger King, tried to hand me my Burger King whopper and it fell through her little it burger King through. hands. We're the
1: only two that's living.
2: She's a cute little Burger King lady. I liked her a lot.
1: Yeah, well, now you can date her forever because she's not going to die and we can't make money.
2: I feel like I can't date that Burger King lady. Why? You don't have any good reason. You should just marry her, okay? You should just court the Ghost Burger King lady. I don't know. I don't think she'd like who I am as a person. Why? You got any you know, demons in no, your closet? I'm a racist. Any ghosts in your closet, I'm a Joe? Racist.
0: Joe, my name's Greg. I was trying to play a character and you broke, aren't you taking improv classes?
1: I am. We haven't gotten to the part where we actually do scenes. We just started last week.
0: I had a whole play. I was going to go for his bit with the Burger King lady and it was going to find out that I was, like, Greg was a racist and there was going to be a beautiful moment where I change as a person.
1: Mm. Well, maybe you still could. All right. (laughs) Because we're not making any money.
0: God dang it. All right. All right. Trevor, Trevor grabbing Oh awesome. no! Just a few more takes. Just a few more takes would have been good.
1: Just a couple uh, more takes. Good lord! I do it
2: a lot. It's like, mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. And Sierra was like, "Yeah, no kind of problem." I was like, "All right, well, all right, cool." Am I? I'm not crying on HPE
0: again. We're not doing that. Oh, okay, welcome hey. everybody back to the HB show. It has been a fat minute Fatty. since we have been back, but we're don't body check, <laughs> but we're back. I'm your host Joseph Gallion. With me, as always, is Chase Gallion. Ah. um, this is the show where it is just a couple of independent artists trying to talk about our lives being independent artists. Yeah. Um. I don't, so real I don't quick, need nobody next week we will be. Actually, airing an older episode. Yeah, A little little in the uh, we recorded one from a few months ago. Uh, it would have been about roughly five, actually, four yeah. or five. Um, Almost where half a year. Ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about like plans that we had, mm-hmm. uh, documentary stuff. Yep. Uh, which actually is going kind of well. Oh, good. Well, I'll give you some updates on that. Um, but uh, and also start of a uh, my now five month long relationship. Yeah, which was cool. Um, but anyway. Uh, so we'll that next week will be that. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a reminder at the beginning of the episode that hey, it's a little whatever.
1: little backdated episode.
0: So, uh, Chase, have you been? What you been up to, bro? I've
1: been good, man. Um, honestly, doing improv for the most part. Um, yeah. doing that every Monday. This is this coming Monday will be my like, fourth class. Um, hmm. we just started doing like scenes, like ish, up until Seems-ish. now. It's been like games, like improv games. So it's a, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's been pretty fun. Um, we've really been just kind of getting to know each other. But there's an issue because there's like so getting many getting to
0: know you,
1: dude. Getting
0: to know all about you. So
1: many generational gaps. A word. Yeah. Like there's um, what's the
0: youngest and what's the oldest age? Um. Well, there's a. You know,
1: I think in. Know. A 19-year-old kid named Ian, who I'm pretty sure is an alien. And then um, there's like a 65-year-old woman named Nancy who's the stand-up comedy writer. Oh, wow. Yeah, she teaches a class on how to write stand-up comedy. And I was like, I may chat with you later. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's with Daredevil Improv. Um, mm-hmm. and if you're listening, here in Wilmington, out to there, North Carolina, it's in Wilmington, North Carolina at the Dead Crow Comedy Room every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Um, so yeah, just give it a give it a give it a, give it a listen, and then uh, you'll be able to kind of see short and long form improv as well as some improv games. Word. And then every Wednesday after the show, they do what's called an improv jam, and you can sign up and get up there with them.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, I love that. Um. That's sick, man. When yeah. did you start doing
1: that? Um, About f- at the start of January. That's what's up. I think, yeah. I mean,
0: that's great acting skills as well that you're developing there, just the, yeah. be, the ability to off the cuff hit stuff, which yeah. I know you, you have already been able, pretty good to do. Yeah. Like, you're pretty good at at building a joke like that. So, um, like back whenever we did uh Indiana Jones looking for the crab rangoons on oh, LCC, gosh. I loved that episode, dude. Yeah. Um, Crabber and, and Goons. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then started floating. <laughs> we did the south. <laughs> the crab,
2: Crabber and Goons. Oh no.
0: <laughs> um, I have been working on a, uh, a new script. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have it bouncing in my head and I was talking to our friend Alex about it. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like telling him, uh, you know, kind of the ideas that have been going on. It, it, it's a, it's a pretty heavy idea. Mm-hmm uh spiritually it is about like uh like a lot of like re- religious trauma from like churches and stuff in the christian faith mm. so that i you know i think we've both experienced yeah um and so like finding a happy medium from where i am now as like a, a way of criticizing where like a lot of like charisma has been put on the platform instead of actual character Mm. and a lot of this like religion and a lot of this faith has been turned into more of like a production or a show that just absolutely runs people into the ground. And we've seen it. I've seen it firsthand on myself, but I mean like even just people that I love where it's just people have been destroyed by stuff like this, finding that medium of telling that, but also that like, yeah, I'm still a Christian, and yeah. I think I'm deeper in my faith than I've ever been in my life. Um, and I've found God through these broken places, and how that's how He kind of works. Where it's like now that you've gotten past all this man-made garbo, yeah, where it's just all these distractions, like where we're at now. And so, like, I've written down a bunch of stuff, and I've kind of had to talk myself into actually writing the thing because it's going to require a lot of heavy topics. Um. Like, I'm going to cover, like, even some stuff that was personal to me through going through what I did with even, like, um like suicidal thoughts and depression mm. and stuff like that um, that I went through at the time. And, you know, obviously that kind of follows you and stuff, but it's not, like, the same thing it was like it used to be. I mean, God's been very good, and we've gotten through a lot of that and all that jazz. yeah uh, And just how that kind of, kind of walks with you. And even – it will be hard for me to <laughs> write this part because I'm not a woman – Um, But there is like a lot of actual like very disrespect towards um, uh, specific women uh, and like sometimes the way that women are treated by leaders in the church um, or not allowed to be leaders in the church in some modern evangelical circles. Um, Again, not all of them. I'm still very much very Christian, love my church, love my Jesus and very thankful for the uh, community of uh other believers that I have, you know, not just yeah. at my church but in general. Right. Um so again, it, even just talking about it, you can hear how I'm trying to like cover all my bases so that people don't get a wrong idea about it.
2: Yeah.
0: Um right now the working title for it is deconstruction. Mm-hmm. Um because that's the word that a lot of people know. Um right. but it's also a buzzword that people have very strong emotions about. One way or the other, yeah. Um. So I may not be (laughs) the word I stick with because, yeah, people will hear that and they'll be like, "Oh my God, you're you're an atheist now." It's like, no, Mm -hmm. that's not what that means. Because I think no matter what you believe, deconstruction is healthy as long as there's like a healthy reconstruction afterwards. Um. And so, like, if, if we're specifically talking about the Christian faith, right? What I found is deconstructing, um ideas that I've heard from a podium or a stage and never like fact checked or like checked within my own spirit with God about sometimes that confessor and grow as, and you wind up believing someone's opinion as over like gospel. Yeah. And they're like, Oh yeah, that must be in the Bible because person on stage said it and he's very cool. Yeah. So, and he's got charisma on stage. So it must be true. And then like you look at, uh, something I would recommend for everybody, uh, especially Christians, but in in general, um, the rise and fall of Mars Hill podcast by Christianity today is very Mm -hmm. good. It's a very, um, it's a very honest look at uh, a thing that happened in Seattle at a church, uh, called Mars Hill. Um, and they explain it way better, but there was just a history of spiritual abuse and people's lives got destroyed. Um, from this church and it's, it's in, it's a very heavy listen, but I've re-listened to it for a second time, um, this past week and I'm in the, like the final few bonus episodes. So Mm -hmm. I've listened to the main thing already in the last few days. Um, but, um, Because it's just a very thrilling listen as well Yeah, Um, because it's just real stories of like even where a lot of my favorite like artists like King's Kaleidoscope and Citizens and stuff like that actually kind of spun out of that church. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, they had their own um, uh, recording label, Mm -hmm. Um, which I don't think is a bad idea. Even for Christians, it just became became a, a hotbed for, well, we're better than them then. Uh, um okay. and you can feel that energy all over and including and, and specifically women got it rough oh, wow. uh they were very um the theological term is is uh complementarian where it's like women were made for this and men were made for that and they complement each other mm-hmm. and which is egalitarianism is like they're made equal and we can do the same thing so they don't recognize that To be fair, they don't represent the actual, like, body of, like, um, what complementarians believe because they were less, oh, you have your role and men have theirs. It was more of stay in your role Mm -hmm. or else. And it also became very, like... um, it's again too heavy to get into on this episode necessarily, and it's you need to just listen to the podcast because it's right. people who survived that yeah. telling their own story. People do like a way better job exactly explaining mm-hmm.
1: like it, for hours, hours. Yeah, there's yeah.
0: there's that's a lot. It's a, there's a lot on that, but um, but like yeah, specifically just women were very um subjugated in that, and so it's like I want to focus on a lot of this stuff that it does happen, yeah. but and then also seeing where. God is holding together the broken pieces that we've made, you know, yeah, these cracks that have formed and how he's having to hold it together to keep even like, so, you know, goodness still exists. Um, but so it's, it's a very heavy thing and I know how I want to open and it's very heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also a very personal story going back to like the whole like suicidal, whatever stuff like that's kind of the area I want to open it in to set up this person's like relationship with the church. um, The main character from something that I know specifically, Mm -hmm. you know, from something that's happened to me in my life. Um, So that's the idea, whether or not, um, we'll get there. I think we will, but I have very specific things, uh, following up on that documentary and even this project, I have an in where there, there is like specifically at, um, at Angel Studios, which is the studios behind the chosen. It's a really great Christian series. Uh, but like just a good series in general, right? um, like incredibly well made cinematically. Um, they have a project where or like a, a function where basically you send in your um like proof of concept kind of thing mm-hmm. and they can vote and decide whether or not they want to make it, which is super cool. So yeah. like I I'm, I'm thinking about like just put what projects I can put together that would line up with that kind of studio. Right. Which I have a lot. I mean, I don't think there's nowhere in it that is like it has to be about the
2: Bible. Right.
0: Or anything like that. Now, granted, I like the one I already talked about, like I do have projects like that. Yeah. But like more so just things in general that maybe whatever. And I like, including the documentary from West Virginia is a big one. So like I'm I'm planning on making a sizzle reel or proof of concept of like the footage I have from Mm -hmm. my time in, uh, Appalachia there with, um, in Jolo, West Virginia. um, Because I've got a lot of interviews, a lot of stuff of what's going on there, and then maybe sending that in to see if we can get maybe a a small little budget. Yeah. That way, because, and if that doesn't happen, and if they're not, like, they don't feel like it's right for them, Mm -hmm. totally understand, because I'm still going to make it anyway. Yeah. But I'll probably just make it a Kickstarter instead, um, because I I feel like there's a very good story to be told there, and we can do something with that. Yeah. Yeah. and I think it could help even the people in the area, more awareness of the situation going on there. So other people can help. Right. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, um, but like if, if I would be able to pay yeah, like for a week for a crew to right. go up there, <laughs> it'd be a lot better than just going up there for a week with the people who just want to come. Right. You know, and then granted I know I can already do that yeah. and I have great people that believe in like, A, our independent art and doing stuff because we want to, but also the the like mission of that documentary. But if I could pay people, dude, oh, that's a whole nother game. Oh yeah, in general, and that would be such like it would probably only take like a week, maybe a week and a half to get like a really good um like documentary together, dude. Yeah, that would be crazy.
1: Yeah,
0: and I think we could do that. Super easy, man. Um. So how's life been? Yeah. Uh, it's, art aside.
1: Um. Honestly, overall, it's been pretty good. Like, I can't really complain. Job's been consistent. Um, outside life's been fairly consistent. Heck yeah. Like, we're gonna start a D and D campaign with coworkers soon. That's what's so up. That's gonna be. I'm looking
0: forward to that. Actually. That's gonna
1: be interesting. I've I've listened to some stuff today where I was kind of trying to figure out what to do as far as like a storytelling perspective and like i got some advice through some youtube videos and stuff and i was like oh, okay this is gonna be really really cool um kind of to go about it i guess in a way that i never really thought about because in my head i was like oh the dungeon master he's the guy that's really telling the story and then you know everybody else is kind of just living in that world kind of like yeah. a video game yeah Um, but this video was really going about it. And I always knew it's a collaborative thing, obviously, like it's super important, but I thought, you know, oh yeah, you know, the, the DM is the person that's going to be really on top of it and has to figure out everything. And I, and the guy that I was watching was like, Hey, get broad strokes down. You know, (laughs) there's this. And there's, you know, there's a king who's bad and there's a rebellion that's good. And you're all characters need to figure out why you're going to join the rebellion or a reason why you would want to. And then what are some goals like, and and really making it a a collaborative (laughs) process for everybody. So that way, not only am I not wasting time, like creating storylines and plot holes and stuff that we may not even touch. But I can really figure out through my players, like what's important mm. and like what that's they cool. want to do. Yeah. And so that way you can kind of go through it and really just get, make sure everybody's having fun. Like, cause if you ain't having fun,
2: what are you doing?
0: That's real. Yeah. I don't think that's even an interesting like place f- creatively. Yeah. Um, of you just like forming your own word world, but then also allowing people to help form the world around them. That's a really cool way. Cause I, I've, yeah, you know, I've met DMS that are like, no, you're, gonna stick to and it's like, that sucks, man. That's not fun. You yeah. know, if, if you have a rigid thing and therefore you're not really playing, you're just kind of going through someone's little novel. Yeah. And it's like, then that's, that's less fun. If you're going to do that, just write.
1: Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That's a book or a movie. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there, there is, like, a nice balance between writing and improv for yeah. D&D that I think is really cool. And I'm excited to do that if we ever finally get to shooting our D&D oh, show. Yeah. I would love to do that, man, but it's it's been such a chore for me to try to get everybody together. Because everyone has lives, you know? Yeah. Everyone's got family. Everyone's got... Like people that they depend on and people that depend on them, so it's like yeah, it's it's life, right? So we'll figure it out because I mean, again, yeah, no one's getting paid yet, yeah. So we're while we're trying to make stuff like oh this man. happen, you know, it's just a matter of time before we can finally do it sooner um, or later. It's crazy because I, I I'm hoping for February ish for us to shoot. That will be like roughly a year since we originally wanted to do it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we got crazy. together for the the mock session I think that zero. Was,
0: yeah, in January. January or something, yeah. It's mm. wild. But, I mean, that's just kind of the way that, uh, unfortunately, the process goes. Yeah. And it's so frustrating, well, the it, wait, well, you from, know.
1: From what I've heard, especially with D&D stuff, because, you know, of course, the DM has to create an entire world. Yeah. Like, there was a four-year period where the idea was brought up. And the actual shooting took place. So it's, and like that guy was the first to, well, second, I guess, to really do it that way. Mm. Um, And he was paving a whole new route on how to do it and really bringing comedy to the forefront and all this other stuff.
0: Who, uh, which one is that?
1: Uh, Dimension 20.
0: Nice. So it's
1: uh, Brennan Lee Mulligan.
0: Um, I need to, I need to watch that. Yeah, because the, you you bust out a lot of, like, inside jokes from that, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't get it. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, um, but, but I, I mean, I've seen the clips, and it's really
1: good. It's really funny. Um, the entire first season um, of their biggest campaign is coming out, uh, or it came out on YouTube, and you can actually stream the whole thing there. Uh, but if you do want to see any other really cool um, uh, seasons or anything that they do, uh, you do have to go through their streaming service mm-hmm. for College Humor, or previously oh, known okay. as College Humor, but their dropout. And if you really oh, want to. Oh, that's a good, that's good. Yeah, because they changed the entire kind of yeah. deal.
0: Well, see, like, I remember College Humor back when I was, like, 12. Yeah, You know, that's whenever I kind of fell into their stuff where they were just, like, making shorts and whatever. Yeah. And I fell out of it pretty hard later, but... It's cool because like I look at some of the stuff that dropouts doing now, and I see some of the same faces. Yeah, and it's just their comedy style is like grown so much, and it's like a lot of their presence is different. And I'm like, that's really cool, man. Yeah. Just even seeing like the the evolution of creators that I remember as a kid. Yeah, you know, I'm sure I'm sure they would love hearing me talk about their, their work as twenty eleven. Oh, when <laughs> I was a child. You know, oh, um. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Gosh. Like, I mean, they did like Jake and, and Amir and stuff like that. And I remember some of those where yeah. I was just like, oh, this is funny. I can't let my mom know I'm watching the things because yeah. they say the poo-poo words.
1: Dude, they, um, oh, boy. Jake from Jake and Amir and Amir from sometimes, State Farm's. yeah, he is on, uh, not another D&D podcast. He, oh, he's nice. A, he's a, reoccurring, um, not a guest. He's like a player in, yeah. um, brian murphy's campaign who is a player in dimension 20
0: so that's cool
1: yeah it's it's super sweet um definitely i think D D is becoming my new favorite medium
0: yeah that's yeah. crazy
1: it's weird but it's it's a really cool thing
0: yeah well i was even thinking about how fun it would be for the specials that we talked about you know we talked yeah. about in between seasons doing specials of like getting guest dms including like obviously you right, would right. be like the first one but then like having wes who's going to be doing our dming for actually uh play. the actual yeah yeah because i know he'd love that oh yeah like how fun would that be just get them in and whatever and we'll have people who can't always be there like chris yeah who you know it's 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 a big commitment to like have to drive from where chris is at to wilmington where yeah. we would be shooting so like being able to have people on for like guest adventures and everything oh, for yeah. like small little short campaign spinoffs yeah for just little specials that we do in between oh, seasons yeah. just for fun yeah because you know?
1: the way i've seen um because sometimes those the main seasons will go on for you know episode you know 20 episodes yeah at an hour and some change which is and so much it's a lot of content and then yeah, they yeah. have some one shots that'll go for maybe let's say five or six episodes yeah and you know that for us, could potentially be like a day of filming. Oh where we yeah, just do eight hours. That would be so and easy. And crank it out.
0: Yeah, and then boom—that's so much like, like art that we've made. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, some people may not see it as that way, but if people are being entertained and find value in it, then that's what art is. Yeah. So, um, I know we're only twenty-four minutes in. Yeah. But let's. Just go ahead and crank it to a, a close. Up. Just a nice like welcome back to HPE, the mm. l- little weekly check-in of creativity Just a little here. taste. A little little taste. A little tippy tip. So let's do some take it or leave it. So what are you taking? What are you leaving?
1: Um I'm taking a positive attitude. Oh snap. Um, in and trying to lead with the best foot forward instead of uh what I'm leaving, which mm. is a negative reactionary response.
0: That's, that's fair. Yeah. You want to, you want to dig in on that or. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, it's like, I've, I've realized that I don't know if it's just cause life or just yeah. maybe, maybe there's deeper feelings of unhappiness or whatever, mm. but, um, I've kind of developed just a very negative Nancy mindset. That's fair, man. Of like yeah. having a quick, like, oh, that's dumb or like, mm. you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of taking down people's ideas or whatever. And it's kind of funny cause improv is literally, you, like, don't say no. Yeah. Yes, and. Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of, it it brought attention to that, because obviously once you start thinking about it more, you realize it in real life. And um, I was like, yeah, that's, I do it a lot. I was like, <laughs> that's not good. Mm-hmm. And Sierra was like, yeah, it is kind of a problem. I was like, all right, well, all right, cool. So, yeah, taking, taking a positive reaction and then trying to leave those negative.
0: That's what's up because yeah. I think even creatively like that, that can really get in your way of like yeah. trying new things and finding a new niche, you know, well, like, which I mean, you doing improv in general is already. Like, yeah. That, already that, a that's new a big lane. step out of that. Yeah. Which is so cool.
1: Oh yeah. And it's, um, it's definitely something that's been helping me in my lanes that I'm already in, yeah. like doing Absolutely. auditions. I'm more or less to be like, all right, let's do one take and get out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm more like, okay, let's try another one, do this and that. But yeah, it's a really cool, Kind of perspective to have, kind of leading into the new year. But that's
2: what's up, dude. Yeah, it is. It is. What do you?
1: What about Chudo? What you taking? Um, what you leaving?
0: You know, I I just think I'm a a much more positive and happy person than I have been in a long time, and I've got great reasons for that. And like, obviously, Jesus is a big one. I feel like that goes without saying. Jesus I mean, loves you. This I'm a big fan of him. Oh. The Bible tells me so. Yeah, I have been reading a lot more of the Bible uh, lately. Also, I think that just makes me even a better artist. Is just digging into even stuff like the Bible, just like the literature of it, because yep. uh, there's so much stuff in there that is like, uh, even narrative-wise, a lot of things are inspired by. Yeah, uh, and you don't you don't pick it up on it until you know what you're right. what you claim you believe in. You know. Yeah. Um. And so I'm very thankful to be doing that stuff like that. Kieran's a big part of that. I am so in love with this woman. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been watching movies. So I think the main thing I'll be taking is just experiencing art with new eyes. Mm. Um, yeah. And new art as well it, it, So we've been like, I've been showing her movies that mean a lot to me. And she's been showing her like some movies that she loves. Uh, recently, um, I showed her, um, the first Captain America, I think I, as of recording, it was last night. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she, she dug it. She had a really good time and like, you know, like the characters and everything. And she had no idea it was going to be in world war two until it goes back to like, Oh, it's in Norway, whatever, 1942. And I was like, Hey, by the way, this is a period piece. And she goes,
2: what are you joking? And I was like,
0: yeah, it was great. Um, she enjoyed it. But then she also showed me recently, um, the Boy in the Striped Pajamas Oof. which yeah. is a movie she really loves. I mean it's heavy but
1: she's like this is a great movie. So and she was right. Of, it's kind of an obsession really. It's kind of
0: a she's kind of a big fan of she's, certain parts she's of it a but not big fan
1: of the f- last 5 minutes. Yeah,
0: it's it's interesting. <laughs> I don't know why she would not the credits. No.
1: <laughs> it's not the credits. <laughs> um
0: let me uh, let me not paint my girlfriend as a racist. <laughs> yeah, <nah. laughs> um, it's a no, very it's a it's very a very powerful movie. film. Yeah, and it's it's, it's a very um, heartbreaking, just very honest representation of the Holocaust and how horrible all that is. Yeah, I'll stop talking about specifically what that's about because I feel like algorithms are going right. to be like, "What did you just say?" Yeah, um, but hmm? incredible film. If you haven't seen it, Kanye, you need to see it. Kanye, <laughs> I miss the old Kanye. Yeah, uh, no, um. So like we it's just been nice. Uh, I've seen a lot of movies that we we specifically watched one that I really did not enjoy. Um, okay. that was uh, it was called Would You Rather. It was a very low budget horror film. Oh, and there were stuff I liked. Yeah, and there was the rest of the movie. Uh, okay, <laughs> but narratively it was what bothered me, and it was also kind of the moment where I, with Kieran I was like, oh, this is gonna work out. This is going to work out just fine. Because yeah. she thought me getting mad at the movie was very funny. There we go. So I was like, okay, thank God, because that this could be annoying. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, there was one part, dude, so the plot is that, oh my, ah! Anyway, so the plot is that there's a secret, like, group of, of rich business boys. Okay. And they have a game where... They get in all these people who need money for, like, medical stuff, whether it be for them or someone else. And they Um, have a competition of would you rather until there's one person left standing and uh everyone else is dead.
1: I think I've heard of this. It
0: is really bad. Yeah. And the issue is not – I was going to say not the performances. There's one specific lady in it that isn't great. Mm-hmm. um just a few more takes just a few more takes would have been good just a couple more, uh, just a couple more takes to good lord um but the main issue is the writing uh-huh. because there's so many things that happen that just don't matter right. so like the doctor that originally told the the girl who needs the money for her brother mm-hmm. i'm gonna get into spoilers here if you really just want to see this movie you might want to watch it before you hear me talk about this um because definitely give everything your own shot and art means different things to different people. For so sure. hopefully you will enjoy it. Uh, more positivity is always a good thing. Um, however, I'm going to tear into this now. Um, <laughs> um, but like, it's literally the, the doctor's like, Oh, I've had a change of heart. I know I can't do this. And he's sh- like breaks in to this place and he's like, I'm going to save you. And it cuts back to him like, breaking in and like, Oh, he's stealthing around the guards and whatever. And then we get back to the game and then it cuts back to him. He's like getting into the house when, and we get back to the game and whatever. And there's a moment where the main character is almost assaulted mm. by, by the guy who played penguin in Gotham, by the way, I don't know why he's in it, but okay. Um, I was like, Oh, wait a minute. I know that guy. And then like the guy who plays, um, I can't remember his name. Uh, the dude with a cannon, Agent Carter. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, D'Souza. The D'Souza. I think that was his name. Okay. Uh, maybe. Agent D'Souza or something like that. Yeah. Um, Daniel D'Souza, I think. I don't know. He shows up in Agents mm-hmm. of S.H.I.E.L.D. later. Yeah. It's a whole thing. I'll get into it later. Um, but... Uh, she almost gets assaulted. And then she fights him off. And like whatever breaks his nose and the doctor shows up and he's like, I'm here to save you. And then he just dies. No point to any of that. Yeah. I'm not like, oh, maybe he dies and he, she gets the gun that he let. No. Right. No, nothing. There's just no. No. And then she goes back to the game. Yeah. No, she's forced to then go back to the game. That's it. And the way it ends, big spoilers here. Is she finally wins? Kills the dude who has been by her side the whole time because it was him or him or her, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and he she gets back to her house and her brother, who she's getting the medicine for, has OD'd on pills. And he's just dead.
1: We love it when the plot <laughs> just doesn't plot. Mm-hmm. It didn't do the plot thing. All right. It just stayed the same.
0: Autopsy of a script, how to fix it. Here's my pitch for making it better. Focus more on these people as an allegory for, like, Big Pharma and stuff like that and the folks who, like, charge an exuberant amount of price for medicine. Uh-huh. That only affects the blue-collar people. If you focus more on that, a lot more of this
1: works. Yeah. Well, it's also, like, have the brother not OD. Yeah, maybe just, just make it not. Yeah. Like, because he couldn't get the medicine. Yeah. That's even better because it was too expensive. Yeah.
0: Oh my god. That's even that's so much better. But so that's that's my take it is being able to experience art and then I think my leave it honestly my leave it is just like I've been pretty negative uh recently as well. But it, it's been more of a uh, feel like I feeling like I'm spinning my wheels, mm. you know, especially creatively, where it's just I haven't done much. And then uh this week I've just been kind of like a I don't know. I, I say like an unveiling, I guess, of like some of my 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 eyes um, of what's been going on in my life, mm-hmm. and it's just like things are getting set up here, and it's 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 a hard groundwork area to be in. But even if I don't get to make movies and whatever, I'm very thankful for. Am I? I'm not crying on HPE again. We're not doing that. No. Um. No. No. Not no. no. no.
1: Oh, Bobby. Bob's Burgers reference. Oh, very nice. That'll take you out of it. Very
0: nice. Yeah. I've never seen Bob's Burgers. I mean,
1: until a couple weeks ago. Hey,
0: um I'm I'm very even if I don't ever like get super successful creatively with like making movies and making writing and, and everything I want to do, I'm still really thankful for the the everything i have around my life and i like look at my family, I look at my friends, i look at like my future and i'm like, you know what? This matters way more than anything i could do yeah. creatively is just doing right by these people and loving people the right way will always make a much bigger influence on somebody's life than i made a funny little short film. Yeah. I think art is important. But I think being a good person in general is way more important. Oh, yeah. So that's just kind of like a, a moment for me where I was just like, "All right, it, I'm going to be okay." Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so that's that was nice. And I and I do think there's something really big on the horizon for both of us. Yeah. Um, from a artistic standpoint, but you know, right now we're waiting around.
1: Yeah. My stomach made a noise, and that was what
0: that was. Yeah, <laughs> Mike,
1: the mic caught it. I was like, "Oh no." Ooh.
0: Uh, Yes. boy. Lovely. Ah, all right. Yeah. Look at that, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, quicker episode, only thirty-five minutes, but that's yeah. okay. We got what we wanted to shake out. Um, looking forward to being back, finally back on the podcast train. It's been yeah. a while. Uh, if you enjoy, make sure you follow HPE at heroic power E N T on wherever the frick you want to. Uh, Twitter, yeah. Facebook, Instagram. Um follow you can find Chase at basically anywhere he's at at Chase.galleon or Chase.gallion one. Right. Mine's a bit more complicated. You'll either find me at joseph.ss.galleon or at uh CaptainJSSG, I think on Twitter is still that. But uh I mean if any of that doesn't sound rememberable it's in the description it's so fair. whatever it's guys fine. thank you so much for listening and for being back after this long hiatus yes we'll see you next week with a, a flashback episode and then back to a regularly scheduled program after that
1: um, bye I love you
0: the HPE show is a part of HPE radio a heroic power entertainment broadcasting network the show is created by Joseph Galleon and Chase Galleon editing and music by Joseph gallion thank you so much for listening have a blessed
2: day